0: Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law-of-attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses we are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. I get so many um, people that are intrigued by the fairy realm. I get so many people that are intrigued by some of the things that I talk about when it comes to my little gnome, um, Thomas. And so this is a wild and wacky episode of the craving consciousness podcast honestly you guys should be used to um things that make you think you're batshit crazy by now but um in this episode i want to share with you my experience discovering that i had this gnome slash a brownie house brownie um with me and how it came to be and kind of what what these uh entities are um so the very beginning of this process goes to the fact that the very first time I ever really heard of fairies be- besides your fairy godmother or besides Tinkerbell um in the Disney movies was with my daughter. Um she was fascinated with fairies and she wanted to buy little fairy books when she was a teenager and things that had to do with fairies. And so I entertained, right, quote unquote, I entertained her imagination. By, you know, buying these things and going along with her with these stories. So I honestly thought that it was all make-believe. I thought that, um, you know, these were just imaginary beings until I moved across the country to northern Michigan and was walking in the woods with my husband. And that's when I felt them. Um, there's, a you know, a lot more to the story, but that first that first moment. Um, we were in the hardwoods and it almost felt like I went from real life to like a dream state. It seemed like the, the oxygen was gone. It, I was still able to breathe freely, but it's almost like, not that the sounds were gone, but um, just you could sense this feeling of emptiness, if you will. And I also felt like there was tons and tons of things watching us. So I remember telling my husband, do you feel that? like, do you sense that? I'm like, there's lots of like beings watching us. And I remember telling him in that same forest, I could still imagine it. I could still feel it. I still love to visit that area is saying, you know, it's almost like that book when I was a little kid where the wild things are. So I don't know if you guys have ever read those books, or you're familiar with it? But it was like these like monsters, but they were good monsters, and they lived in like where the wild things are, and it's kind of a secret place. and And that's about all I can remember um, about those books. It's just that feeling that I had the feeling of mystery, the feeling of should I trust these monsters? I mean, they are monsters after all, right? And it's kind of funny because it's the same thing with the fairy realm. So the fairies. Um, they do exist there's all different kinds of them just like if you were going to the ocean and seeing all the different kinds of fish and sharks and and things like that that's so true for the the fairy realm is I mean we could talk about unicorns we could talk about sasquatch we could talk about um, you know your little gnomes and your little flower fairies and the fairies with wings and then just tree people and like it's really freaking bananas that's my word lately is bananas it's bananas, but it's really real. Um, they do have ego, so um, some of them have their own interest in mind. Um, so it's it's important for if you're going to work with fairy realm to know a lot more about them before you do. They do have a whole realm, and when we say fairy realm, um, it's like another dimension. Um, it's not above or below us; it exists simultaneously with us. It's just a different frequency there's like lots of stories. If you've ever started doing um, studies with the fairies, there's lots of stories where people get stuck in the fairy realm from birth, and then they come back out as old men, um, that they're held captive in the fairy realm. I mean, there's weird, wild stories. And I remember when I first started telling my daughter about, oh my gosh, fairies are real. I remember her saying, be careful, be careful. Um, and, And that was kind of, and intimidating to me but uh, you know as the years have gone by it's important for you to be careful with with anything really um but my experience i'd love to share with you is um you know obviously that first time feeling them in the in the forest but then you know as my story goes I started uh having my spiritual awakening I started working under um a medium and doing these exercises where I could start seeing and hearing and feeling and knowing and hence you know as years gone by obviously that's where I created the awaken program because I was so passionate with the fact that we could just literally open up and develop um so I was learning to trust what I was seeing I was learning to trust my feelings and it was magical it was fun and and then one morning I woke up in my, my bed and I opened my eyes and you know how sometimes you see something and it automatically disappears. I always love to share that that's because your, your emotional mind, your intuition mind will allow you to see it for a second. But then your subconscious mind is like, nope, that doesn't exist. That's not in our reality. Therefore it's not true. So shut the door and instantaneously it'll disappear. So if you've seen a ghost in your hallway and then boom, it's gone, it's because for that second your emotional side let you see it but the very second after your logical mind said that does not exist and therefore you don't see it um so same thing with the whole fairy thing like I open my eyes and I see this little guy and I swear he's like two and a half feet tall he um you know I always thought if there was a gnome he must be like two inches tall or I guess like you see those little garden gnomes in the in the grocery store right or the travelocity gnome and he's only like six inches tall right so here's this two and a half foot tall looking gnome thing but he wasn't um like a an adult gnome he wasn't a gnome with a big white beard that you would think he literally had like little white whiskers almost or not white whiskers but just little whiskers almost like a little goatee almost like um you might see a kid in high school he started to grow his his beard but he doesn't shave all the time yet so it's not Thick. it's just these weird wiry hairs and that's what I saw and he had his little green little pants on and he had a little overalls on and and it happened so fast and he was gone and so I laid there with my eyes still open thinking well that was the weirdest shit I ever saw maybe I was dreaming and opened my eyes and my dream was still in front of my mind and so I I totally totally um dismissed that experience I was like nope you're crazy you just saw that you just made it up you know, all the things that you could think to like dismiss it away. Well, uh, you know, a couple weeks later, a couple months later, like this, this all this story kind of compiled itself maybe within a year, maybe within two years, it still goes on and on. But um, I was outside and I was admiring the beauty of nature. And there was this big mossy patch next to the roots of one of my trees in my yard. And I was just going, wow, look at all look at the moss. And I really got close to the moss. And I was really like, fascinated at how it grows well the next thing you know I see that gnome boy in my head this time he wasn't like outside of me like he was standing outside of my bed this time he was just in my head like a flash and I could feel his essence in my stomach clairsentience and I was like holy crap that's so weird I just saw that thing again so then I'm starting to second guess myself going look now maybe you didn't make this shit up maybe it was really real but still sharing stories like this with my husband. And if you guys have ever had a chance to listen to the episode with my husband and I, I think it's episode 11 on the craving consciousness podcast where you can hear him say that I was cuckoo for Cocoa box. I was crazy. Still trying to share some of this stuff with him. I mean, imagine telling your, your loved one, your husband or your kids, like, Oh, I saw a gnome <laughs> at the foot of the bed. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> it's tough when you're going through the spiritual awakening to share these types of things with the people around you. But I did. And of course, he told me I was freaking nuts, um, in a loving way. I think at that point he was like, "Whatever." Um, and then it went on to uh, got a couple more validations through some of my students, um, Shanda and uh, um, another one, another another male student. I, I'm sorry, I can't think of the his name at the top of my head, but, uh, one of my students, she, she, uh, was doing an exercise reading on me and she's like, you know, it sounds really weird. She's like, but you have this little tiny man with you. And I should, you know, she drew a picture of him to the T. He had his little whiskers on his chin and everything. And I was like, okay, now, you know, you can't make this shit up. Like she never knew about him whatsoever. And the same thing, um, the other guy I'm sorry I can't think of his name off the top of my head but he also said there's a little guy around you named Thomas and I had never told anybody that a Thomas told me his name or B that I somehow had come to the conclusion that his name was Thomas to get these types of validation and you guys any of you guys that are exercising your intuition and and your mediumship that is like the number one thing you need to get is validation so that you know you're not crazy so you know you're not making it up and so that you can trust And allow yourself to exercise even more but essentially that was at the moment that I was like all right we have Thomas we have a gnome we've got him Um, and then later on I went to find out about brownies and so uh, brownie is like a a house elf so to say every home has one Um, they like to help keep it protected they like to help keep it clean uh, physically and energetically Um, you don't necessarily ever know that they're there Um, they, it's kind of, sounds crazy still to this day, but I started to come to the, have the idea that maybe Thomas, my gnome was my house elf. And, um, the house elf is usually always, you know, keeps around that same house. Um, they just kind of like honor it, kind of like the certain trees in your yard. One of them is the main tree. One of them commands the rest of the plants to, Uh, grow where they need to grow, and is kind of the orchestrator of your property. I mean, think about it this way, like there's just like a master plan, just like if you're thinking of, you know, regular society, and there's a brand new master plan um, community, um, there's somebody there that master plans how it's going to look, how it's going to flow, how traffic's going to flow. So too does this happen in the energetic energetic, uh, community, I guess, in the um, so too does this happen in spirit. And with fairies and with plants I mean there there's a reason why everything's laid out the way it is right and the more we allow ourselves to believe that and work with it the more magic you start seeing out of it so um one of the other things I really noticed was that Thomas was constantly um, around one of my dogs Percy and she is now in spirit at this time um but a lot of fairies do love animals they love to grab onto their fur and like kind of hold on and get a ride from here to there but they're also connected to the animal realm because animals are more connected to uh you know nature right they, they vibrate at that 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 they speak the same kind of language animals and plants and trees speak the same kind of language um so it was so interesting and though last time i saw him um Prissy was still alive and I was here in Michigan because those of you guys listening realize that I left for some time when my mom passed away and came back. But um he was uh I looked to my left and that's always when it when it happens, right? You just quickly look, there he was sitting on the couch next to the dog. I know it sounds crazy, but he was there. But the instant I saw him, the instant like he jumped up off the couch and ran down the hallway, maybe because he knew that I saw him, I don't know, but I said, Oh my god. Did you see that to my husband? He goes, Oh my God. And at that moment I was so grateful, you guys, right? When you could finally prove to your loved ones that you're really not freaking crazy. I was so happy because my husband said he didn't see Thomas the gnome himself, but he saw an orb, um, like a dustier type of orb, not like a white one, like in a big orb, not like a small one, fly down the hallway and then fly back out of the hallway and out of the door right by he was standing. He said, Oh my god, I just saw it fly out of the house and i was like you swear to god right because of course we always want really you're not you're not just joking with me You really saw it too right and so he said yeah he really saw it and um but that's the last time i saw him and the reason i ended up making this podcast was because i came back to michigan and i was i had not seen him in six months that i had been gone so i i know and i feel in my heart that he's connected to either my property or my home I feel like he is obviously connected to me to show me himself what an honor um i will tell you that fairies generally do not show themselves to adults because your heart has gotten a little bit hard you operate a little bit off your ego um they feel like they can't trust you etc etc most uh stories that you hear about Fairies being seen are by children because their hearts are very pure. They're very still much innocent. So for an adult, you know, such as myself or any of you guys that actually witness it with your eyeballs, what a freaking blessing, right? What a freaking blessing. People that are generally will see the fairies um, are very connected with nature. They um, really love Mother Earth. They do a lot of things for Mother Earth on benefit for her. They either clean her up Or they prevent her from getting dirty you know like maybe you're passionate about not using plastics Um, maybe you pick up trash Um, maybe you're a nature photographer that's a big um, sign that you may get you may be allowed to see into the fairy realm it's a very beautiful it's a very honored uh, feeling to know that you could see something like that but um interestingly enough that's the last time I saw him I wanted to pop on to the podcast to share about him um and to be like hey Thomas where you been (laughs) I know I sound crazy but um once once you have this experience and once you get that much validation, you can jump on a podcast and tell the world that you have a Thomas the Gnome at your house and be okay with it and be okay with not being put in this trade jacket. But honestly, I do this to help support those of you that are growing through your spiritual awakening and to let you know that you're not crazy and you're not making it up. And there's so much more than... Thomas the gnome. There's so much more, and we will n- probably never get to the end of it. It's always part of our evolution, part of our awareness, part of our consciousness, but also bringing us closer to imagine being able to work alongside with fairy realm again, right? Imagine. So um, I'm loving you all. I would love to hear your comments and read your comments on this episode of the podcast. Um, go ahead and make sure you give us a follow on iTunes craving consciousness podcast leave us a five-star review and invite your friends to our community your spiritual community. I'm sending you all love. thanks for listening and if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world-changing brand please send them my way it will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as i can again if you liked what you heard It would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.